The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Welcome to this episode of Online Trading to Win. I'm very excited to continue our series of interviewing top professional traders. And today, I'm very honored and excited to have a gentleman that I've been getting to know a little bit over the years. We've actually done a few educational events uh, together, and I had found out that just by happen chance, I was going through my library of trading books the other day, and I found that I had this book by Fausto Puglisi called How to Beat the Market Makers at Their Own Game, Uncovering the Mysteries of Level 3. And I looked at the book and I said, hey, I know Fausto. He's a friend now. <laughs> and it was so crazy because when I got the book years ago, I didn't know him, not personally anyway. Of course, his reputation preceded him. And so I knew about his uh, fantastic reputation, but uh, I'd forgotten that I actually had his book. <laughs> and so I was like, that is so cool. So Fausto is one of the original day traders of the early 1990s, one of the first independent traders to take advantage of direct access trading technology boom in 1987. And this guy's the real deal, my friends. He is the 12-time champion of the World Traders Challenge. And as I mentioned, he's also the author of How to Beat Market Makers at Their Own Game. I know a lot of people are concerned about market makers, manipulating the market, you know, how can I beat them, so forth. Well, Fausto is here to tell you. So Fausto, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Barry. It's my pleasure. So I gave you a quick little introduction there, but let's go straight to the source, you, and tell us a little bit about how you got started in trading. Well, it's a, it, it's not, it's kind of a long story, but it's not. I'll try to just hit it right off the head, Barry. But um, you know, I'm I'm right now today. I'm a 45. I think I'm 45. Yeah, <laughs> you get after you pass 21, you don't even know. But I started when I was 22 years old, and um, you know, living in New York, the financial capital of the world. Uh, you know, my dad's an immigrant, and you know, came to this country from Italy. Worked very hard in the landscaping business, and. My dad, my dad is like, you know, if you could do something without getting your hands dirty, you know, I'll do whatever I can to support you and I'll go out there and get you to the right education, right schools and so on. So just living the American dream, went to college, uh, went to school to be, you know, a landscape architect, you know, loved it. It was one of the top of my class. But at the, when I finally, when my professor told me at the end, he goes, listen, if you're looking to be a millionaire, it's going to be very difficult, you know, to do it in this business. Um, so you know, living in the area, in the New York area, everyone was in the finance industry. So he says, yeah, I told my dad, I says, you know, dad, do you mind if I, uh, you know, got into finance? He says, if you can, son, you know, go right ahead. And sure enough, got a job as a stockbroker because that's the only way to get in the door. And, you know, Barry, I hated it. Um, I was just a glorified salesman. You know, I did it for a little while, quit my job. But let me tell you what I've learned. I've learned the best part of that job is the trading department. Those are the guys that make the most money. So just like everybody else and listeners here, 
Um, you know, I went out there, quit my job, started trading my own without education. I blew up probably three accounts. And um, finally, my dad says, listen, I'll lend you money. But before I do that, you got to go work for somebody. You got to learn from the professionals. He goes, why you went on your own, did your own? I couldn't figure it out. I'm just a, just a young, stupid kid. You know, what do I know? And um, I'll tell you, Barry, the first day on the job, should have never, ever, ever made my first trade. I deserve everything that happened to me. I didn't know you could see level, you know, you could see instant quotes and watch institutions and, you know, and, you know, I was trading stocks that I shouldn't have been trading and that were too volatile and too fast and everything. Well, what happened over the, you know, what happened um, as a trader within, Within two years, I was already semi-retired. I mean, I, I just got to the point where it's a, it's a part-time job, and you know, and not only that, but I didn't like working for somebody and going back and forth. Um, I wanted to work on my own and keep the profits for my own, like anyone else. So my mentor has always taught me. He says Fausto, you, you know, you got the greatest job. You're a great trader, but you think you're going to do it on your own? You're going to believe you're not going to be successful. The only way you're going to do it is you got to go on your own and you got to start training people like we train you to work on your team. And then we started. So that's what I did. I started Cybertree University um, as the as the university firm. But most importantly, is we started the first tr- online trading room, um, which is where it brings all our students together where we trade together. So we do a little bit of a both. We, we, we you know, and I've been doing it for 25 years. Um, I teach and I have a great staff at CTU where we have a trading room, we have great students. And, you know, Barry, over the years, a lot of people you're looking at today's times, a lot of them are my instructors, uh, open their own schools and, you know, had students that started their own firms and stuff. So it's been, uh, it's been a great experience, but uh, it's been fun. Well, that says a lot, you know, that to me, there are several levels of success. One is where you become successful yourself, and that's fantastic, and that's to be celebrated, obviously. But the higher level is when you're able to help other people succeed, and that's what you've done. So that, to me, is the ultimate level of success. So congratulations. Well, thank you. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, uh, tell us specifically, I think you've already hinted at it, but um, tell us more specifically what markets and time intervals you trade. Well, you know, I like being a day trader. You know, uh, one thing I've learned that, you know, everybody makes a big mistake, Barry. They start out and they trade with options. They do some swing trading. They hear bad things about day trading. And I keep telling anyone, there's nothing wrong about options or swing trading, but you got to understand what happens over the course of the day first. You just can't go out there because it's what happens over the course of the day, what trickles down into a long-term trade or, you know, how do you know what options to trade if you don't even know what stock's moving? It all is the movement of the stock. So I just like day trading. And not only that, but I know what I made at the end of the day. You know, I'm in cash. I can sleep at night. And uh, I do do some swing trading and some options trading. But, you know, at the but when I wake up in the morning, when I start, you know, one hour before the market opens up, when I'm with my traders, I mean, we're specifically watching the pre-market, trading the pre-market, you know, and pretty much done within, you know, within the first 30 minutes of the open. And then hour, and then maybe we'll trade the last half hour. But uh, but it's it's you know it, it's something that if you got to understand that first, that will teach you the discipline, the psychology part of it, the, the the momentum of it, and then from there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. This is why you and I get along so well. I get a lot of option traders who come to me, and they learned how to trade options first. In my opinion, 
not that I'm opinionated. Well, yeah, I'm opinionated as all hell. But anyway, I just say, you know what? Options are great, like you say, but you shouldn't start with options. That's something you might want to add later. Options were created to hedge positions, which is, I think, a fantastic way to utilize them. But sure, people learn all these option strategies. But if you don't understand what's actually going on in the real market underlying the derivatives, how can you choose strike prices and expiration dates, option strategies, and all that kind of stuff? So, And also with day trading, you can get more repetition in, get your 10,000 hours in quicker than you can with something like swing trading. So I agree. Now, you said a couple of things there, though, that are very interesting, and I just want to um, deep dive into them a little deeper because I actually get questions on this a lot from our listeners. So talk to me about pre-market. I get that question a lot. People say, can I trade the pre-market? And you just said you did. So please talk about that a little bit more. Barry, the, the key of all trading is all about pre-market. Um, what happens though, you know, you can watch, like I have a lot of videos on YouTube and we show our pre-market and I, and I, and you can actually watch some of my pre-market trading. We broadcast every day um, on YouTube and, and you could in Facebook and Twitter, you could see, we put the recordings up there. But the thing is, is that Barry, like pre you first of all, you have the right brokerage firm, which a lot of, see, a lot of people go into this business and just don't have the right brokerage account. They, they want to trade and, and you have to, you know, the first thing I was asking Barry, you know what I'm talking about is I ask him who, who really trained you, who really taught you how to trade. And a lot of people, 90 95% of his people are self-taught. So, and they think they can't trade it. And not only that, but brokerage firms don't want to tell them that they can have access to pre-market, which they can. So, you know, you got to understand that a lot of people put orders um, in from the night before, or they have orders going in before the market opens up and they don't realize it, but the trading department of these brokerage firms, they have all these guaranteed orders and they're already ready to go in there in the market, you know, because they already have a guaranteed order from somebody else. And what they'll do is they'll buy it cheaper. And when the market opens, they'll sell it to them for a profit. I mean, Barry, at the end of the day, the listeners have to understand something. Do you really think that these brokerage firms stay in business to make $7 a ticket or $4 a ticket or $5 a ticket? <laughs> Come on, they're making hundreds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You really think that and you're very ignorant. It's not, that's not what it's all about. And that's why I love doing it. But, you know, unfortunately, people, you know, you, you got to look yourself in the mirror. Who really train you? And let me tell you, I made that mistake. And that's why I have a passion to teach people. I hate seeing that happen to all of us, you know, people out there. And, uh, but it's one of the it's one of the easiest trades to make by seeing those orders. Yes. Talk about that just a little bit more because I know what you're saying, but through, we've got a lot of beginners who listen to this. So define guaranteed orders and how the brokers take advantage of that. Well, what happens is that if you don't have access to view pre-market, for example, like online brokers won't give you something called direct access. Direct access, let, let me put it in a metaphor. There are two types of brokerage firms. There's online brokers like dealing with public transportation and there's direct access brokers like driving your own car. Okay. Obviously, public transportation is a lot cheaper. You don't have to deal with you know all the expenses and insurance and gas and you know getting a license. Um so it's a big responsibility, but we're all not surrendering our driver's license to go back to public transportation. There's a need for it, but at the end of the day, it's it's it, it, you know you you do have to 
drive your own car. And that's direct access. Now, with direct access, brokers, they will give you access where you could see what happens before the market opens up. And what we do is we trade on a lot of what's called level three trading, where we get to see these things that are called ECNs. We get to see where, which are electronic communication network. We get to see what's happening on NASDAQ Total View, Archipelago. We get to see all these pre um, orders that are coming in before it hits the street when the market opens up. That's the pre-market, just like aftermarket. You hear these stories, you know, uh, Barry, like people like, well, how do they know wh- where's the stock coming from? Why is it trading in after hours? Who's trading it? Well, what's going on? Well, that's what we really, you know, we, we teach and we, you know, we focus on because you're kind of eliminating a lot of that volatility and trading with you know, with everyone else, the, 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 the market makers and stuff like that. But it's, um, you know, it's not, it's you know, like I said, I have a lot of videos on it. I show a lot of people on it. You, people here are, are more welcome to, to watch this trade in the trading room about it. But you know what? It's sometimes a pitch is worth a thousand words than listening to it. And, you know, so when you see it, you're going to realize that you've been trading blind this whole time. Hmm. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, people always talk about how to be successful in trading. You need an edge. And that's what you just described. This is how you get an edge. So would you define for our listeners the difference between level two and level three? Okay. Well, that's a major big difference, Barry, because level two is basically outdated. Um, It was big back in the early 90s when I started. Um, But ever since they came out with um, ECNs, which I helped beta test and build um, for the exchanges, uh, being one of the original SOS bandits they call back in the original day traders. Um, that was more of a level three where you get where the big difference is this level two, you're only seeing the best bid and the best offer of the market maker. You're not seeing all the orders. Like, for example, Barry, you might want to buy, you know, you know, Intel, you know, let's say the numbers, you know, $50, right? Whatever it is. And you want to buy a hundred shares, but you might be a 10,000 share buyer at $49. You're not going to see that level two. You're only going to see Barry's best bid. You're not going to see all of Barry's bids. And level three is what shows you all the orders that you might have. So, as you know, and, and any other thing, Barry, most people like think about it. Um, how much does level two cost? It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Well, that's what it's worth, you know. If it's for free, it's not for me. When it comes to trading, the last thing you want in anything, Barry, and the listeners have to understand: when someone offers you something for free, okay, what is the catch? My dad always taught me: he says, "Son, you don't ever want anything for free. You just want a good deal." You know, hmm. if there's something for free, there's something wrong. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. If it's free, it's not for me. That's a good little catch line. I like that. <laughs> and, you know, that's absolutely true. I get a lot of people also emailing me saying, hey, where can I get free charts? Where can I get free data? Where can I get free this, free that? They always want everything for free. And I'm like, no, you don't want everything for free. You need to – you think the professionals out there, you think Goldman Sachs and, and Citibank, they're getting, using all this free stuff? No, no way because they want an edge. So. Do you work for free? No way. <laughs> that's my point. Like, you know, and that's, and you know, but I'll tell you one thing, Barry, I want to trade against a free trader. That's right. the person that we all want to trade against. Anybody they want, and I'm not trying to insult anybody that are listening right now, but, but I'm telling you the truth. At the end of the day, okay, if I had an opportunity to trade to somebody that wants stuff for free that and, and, and there's a prize, that's the person I want to compete against. 
Okay. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, really trained them. You know, nobody works for free. Listen, I only work for free if I'm going to work with my church or, you know, coach my kids teams or something like that. I, I know what I'm getting paid and that's my time. You know, I'm doing it at, you know, as a courtesy, but when it comes mm-hmm. to trading, let me tell you, technology is not free, you know, with anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know more about New York. I know more about Chicago, but I'll tell you when I was at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Um, yeah. Pe- the traders there are not there to help anybody else other than themselves. It is a dog eat dog world and um, it's predator and prey. You know, it really is. And so anyway, I won't get into all of that, but. Um, well, Barry, I, I, I always tell everybody, listen, and you know, it's funny. I got this question wrong in, in high school, but my, mm-hmm. my business teacher taught me, told everyone, it says, hey, could you, all of you tell everybody, this was the bonus question on my final, define the word business. And I wrote this whole thing and everything. It's only two words, making money. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the definition. And people don't realize that that's the definition of you're in the business of trading to do what? To make money. Well, to make money, you have to spend money. You know, if it's mm-hmm. getting into real estate, if it's buying, you know, opening up a store, you know, employees. So, you know, when it comes to trading, it's just another business, but you got to do it right. It's not a lot. It doesn't cost you a lot, but, you know, it's listen, when I started, Barry, I used to pay $800 for level two quotes when I mm. started. And wow. that was one of the reasons why I never, you know, got, uh, took a job as a trader. I'm like, and you know what $800 was 20 years ago? You know what yeah. I mean? In today's times? So right. You can't convince somebody to pay $15, you know, imagine paying <laughs> 800 So what is? What oh, is? yeah. Oh, I know. I remember back in the days when we would play or pay like fifteen hundred dollars for Bloomberg feed, and uh, you know we get the uh, pay two thousand. Two thousand, okay. <laughs> you know, in every submachine, like you know, and then I had I had the monitors. It was a pretty cool machine they give you. You know, yeah. that's why the guy's worth thirty eight billion dollars or something like that. <laughs> Oh, remember the old days when we could get a uh, a few second advance notice from the uh, the Michigan uh, consumer sentiment numbers uh, advance, and we had to pay for that. But boy, was it worth it to have even just that five second advance notice? It was just well, you know, Barry, like I'm in the high frequency trading business because that's what I kind of teach a lot of people when it comes to day trading, and then people mm. just can't figure out like what, I mean, there's a big video. Um, do you guys ever get a chance that listening in? I know 60 minutes did a whole big thing. Uh, about mm-hmm. um, HFTs, uh, you know, regarding what was going on and why everybody was paying billions of dollars just to be a one tenth of a second faster than the guy next to him, you know, because they were making billions, you know. So, and back then, what we used to trade on news, we were thirty seconds ahead of everyone on the, before anyone found out. You know what it is giving mm-hmm. someone a thirty second um, start. Before you uh, could actually huge. place your order, you're it's always you know you it's like an indicator. You're just too late. Yeah. You're a lagger. You're not a leader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now the HFTs are dealing with nanoseconds. It's crazy. Yeah. And anyway, yeah, we could go on and on about that. Okay. Well, here's kind of a strange question. It's one of my favorite questions, and uh, it's kind of a um, a curveball. But tell me something that you know to be absolutely true in trading that that almost nobody else agrees with you on. How's that for a question? (laughs) <laughs> that nobody makes money trading. 
<laughs> I hear you know that I think that was one of the reason what makes me thrive on being a very good educator is that when someone tells you you can't make money at it and I, and I'm mm-hmm. like all right well you know what obviously who train you and you know what why don't you come to my room and see with the students so yeah I think that's what really thrives me um that everyone says you know that just just the negativity out there cuz it is a very big failure rate you know Barry I mean mm-hmm. we all know that being educating this business and you know it's and it's once again it's the you know it's the entitlement thing uh, yeah my least favorite word in the english language entitlement i hate entitlement mentalities <laughs> just drive me crazy oh my I, gosh I, I i actually would agree with you that literally is one word that's worth than that's 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 probably the word that I can't stand more than anything and and anything in the English language, even, you know, even the curse words. I mean, that is just like, it's, and, and, and when it comes to trading, you know, it, I'm just looking at as a trader's prospect. You can't think you're entitled to get, you know, learn how to trade watching YouTube channels. You you know, listen, it takes time to learn this stuff. You got to have a lot of patience, but you need a mentor. You know, not, right. and not one Barry, you know, everyone's got, they got to realize, I tell people you need at least like two or three, you know, Tiger Woods, I think has 10 coaches. I think one of the greatest golfers in the world was he need a coach for, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, what it is. Absolutely. You know, I, uh, when I talk about trading psychology, I primarily use sports psychology because I mean, psychology, there's all different types of it. And I used to do marriage counseling. So I've got a master's in it and so forth, but I don't need to sit down on a couch and talk to a therapist about my mommy for 30 years. You know, that's not going to help me. Um, what I want is results. And to me, trading is a performance based activity similar to athletics. And so that's why I think that sports psychology applies to trading better than any other school of psychology. We're using feedback loops. Like you said, you get a coach. And that coach, hey, okay, Tiger Woods has 10 coaches. I didn't know that. I, I knew he had some coaches, but, and those coaches are probably not even as good at, at golfing than he is, but he still needs them because he needs that outside influence. He needs that outside perspective. We all need to get outside of our heads and outside of our emotions and have someone give us that feedback and then go back and course correct and then come back again and, and keep doing that over and over. So, Absolutely. Barry, one of the big things I teach when I tell my students, my job is not to tell you what to buy and sell. My teach my job is to teach you how to stop losing mm. money. You know, and that's where I think also you get a lot of um people in this uh in the in this industry that get into it. They say, could you just tell me what to buy and sell? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not gonna tell you what to buy and sell. First of all, I, I, that's one one of the things I get criticized about. Um I'm not the type of person that brags and says, "Hey, look, I made five thousand dollars." You know, I made two that. What is that going to do for you? You know what I mean? That doesn't make you money. You know, like you mentioned earlier, Barry. Um, I'm a 12-time world champion. I beat everyone that I compete against around the world, and I would have been a 25-time world champion. Half the people didn't show up, and I, but that doesn't help you or anybody. I tell everyone, just I'm a, I'm a great trader. It doesn't mean you're going to make money. It's, I got to be a good teacher. You know, and my job is not to brag and trade your money for you. I'm here to teach you how to do it on your own. And that's where a lot of people start realizing they're like, you know what, that makes sense. You know, going out there trying to buy a crystal ball is, you know, it's, there's no such thing. That's when you ask me that question, we, we agree. That's one of the things I disagree with people. It's like, there's no crystal ball out there, you know, I mean, and that's what people want, but that's not going to make you a good trader. 
Okay, wait a minute here, Fausto. I got to put the brakes on this. Are you telling us that people cannot be a wildly successful trader and make millions of dollars by buying a $19 Forex robot? You know what? I'm actually, you know, is that is that crazy? But it's <laughs> really true. I mean, I'm just being, I'm putting my name on the line. Yeah. But, you know, but, uh, yeah, you're really going out on a limb there. But money back guarantee for 19 bucks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, it's crazy because I was just talking to somebody yesterday about this. And I said, uh, one of the things that frustrates me is that so many people come into trading and they have this mentality of, oh, I'm worried that this is a scam or, you know, you guys are going to rip me off or, you know, is this another get rich quick game? But then they come in and the way they approach their education is exactly as a get rich quick scam. So that's kind of what right. they want. They're like, well, you know, I want to read this ebook or have this forks robot or you just send me the signals like you were talking about. They want to get rich quick. That's literally what they're looking come for. Come out with a new indicator. Yeah. And, you know, and, and let the and follow the indicator, not realize the indicator is a lagger. Yeah. You know, by the time they get into it, it's too late. Well, yeah. And I tell people, what is an indicator? And they you know, I get a blank look at their, in their face and I say, the answer is in the question. It indicates, okay, it is not a money maker. If they made us money, we'd call them money makers, but we don't. Barry, you, you know, by working on the floor, I tell everybody, you know, I just did a, I, I just did an onsite event with, uh, with, with several of my friends uh, that are big in the industry, in the education industry. Mm -hmm. And we did a tour of the CBOE mm -hmm. and I told my, my students, I said, guys, look at the floor. Mm -hmm. Look, what do you see down there? How many charts you see? And they're like, they're looking around. I like, or they're like, I don't see any. And it says, exactly. What do you see? Numbers. Mm -hmm. I said, that's what you want to look at. Those are orders. That's what you want to look for. Right. You know, that's, you want to be a trader. That's a trader what they look at, you know? Um, indicators are made by mathematicians. And I'm trying to knock them, but when it comes to day trading, it, it'll work for swing trading and investment, but with day trading, it's by the time you look at it, it's too late. It's not how you look at it. Well, I agree. And yeah, they do work with numbers. Some of those guys are amazing. I'm not that great with numbers, but I, some of my friends are, you know, they'll say, yeah, what did the um, S&P close at on November 12th? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. They know. They know. <laughs> well, I was a tape reader, so we had to learn those. That was the first thing we were trained when we started. Yeah. This is incredible. Very impressive. I mean, I'm just blown away by, by the uh, mathematical prowess that they have. And it's not that they're mathematical geniuses. They just, I don't know how they do it, but it's, uh, they're very successful. It makes them a lot of money, but you're hundred percent right. They're working with numbers. So I got to just ask you, this is um, a little side note, but you know, it's kind of on topic here because you're talking about basically money flow. If I understand it correctly, at the moment, you're looking to take a trade. So what does that say about backtesting? Do you give credence to backtesting or are you just focused on, okay, what is the money flow? What's the bid and ask? What's the um, you know balance of power rate now? Well, I, I really strictly focus on just momentum. Um, you know, the money flow that comes in, I'm looking at is more of the orders that are coming yeah. in. Um, when you look at level three, you get to see a lot of what I call, what we call iceberg orders, uh, where you're looking at big block orders. You got to understand something. What makes a big support and resistance level is big block orders. And, you know, we could see those orders uh, with the level three quotes that, that we teach. So, and, you know, with my traders, we're kind of like, we're looking for those stocks that have some really big momentum. And, you know, but the game plan is knowing 
you know, where to get in and out of it. You know, like I, I'll give you an example. Like today, uh, we traded a stock called um, VRX. Um, VRX, the stock was at $20. It was a $250 stock at one point, like two years ago. It got destroyed. And, you know, like in, I know, I don't know what people listening to this, but on, uh, you know, today's day, today is 12 11. Uh, 2017, you know, there was a major, major resistance level at, you know, $20 and 70 cents. And it came right there, back down to like 2025. It dropped like 50 cents. People look at it, but 50 cents is a th- on a thousand shares, $500. You do that every day. You're talking you know, $100,000 salary. But anyway, point I'm getting to is that there was a big, big order out there. Guys selling, you know, hundreds of thousands of shares. So, you know, when you're out there trying to trade 100, 200, 1,000 shares, I don't care what you think. Unless that guy's moving out of the way with a hundred thousand share block, it's not going anywhere, you know. And that's more or less what you want to focus on—the momentum part of it, and the and and the money flow. Hmm. Absolutely. Say, question about that because I get asked this a lot too. So you'll see the bids and the asks. Um, how do you determine, or is there a way to determine whether people are actually going to follow through on those bids and asks and have those orders filled, or if they're just gaming the market? Well, you know, you know, it's, I, I hear this question a lot. You know, people tell me like, oh, how do you know those are real orders? Yeah. And I'm like, I look at it and look at it. I'm like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. The real order? You tell me a brokerage firm that you can't put a real, that you could put fake orders out there. And like, well, you know, which they led to your question. They're saying, well, they could cancel an order. Well, anyone could cancel an order, you know, but it's still a real order. Um, but, you know, you, when you look at the orders, I mean, listen, it's, you know, that's what separates a, a you know, a good trader and a bad trader, you know, you could see the orders getting executed on time and sales, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and by doing that, you, you got to remember a chart gets his data from time and sales. So you just got to basically just follow, you know, the, you got to look at the level three, you got to see the orders and you got to see if they get executed and you got to look at the chart and be able to pick out, you know, if those um, iceberg orders are making past support and resistance levels. Mm-hmm. It's really, you know, it's really not that hard. Barry, I mean, people make it more complicated than what it is, mm-hmm. but it's more or less just keeping things what we call the KISS method, keep it super simple. Mm-hmm. And it's just, a, you know, it's just, you got to trade, you know, and you got to learn from it and so on. But you, you do those three things, it'll really change your perspective if you're doing this as, as a job. Right. Excellent. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Okay, uh, let's finish up here with just a few quickies, what I call quickie questions. And here they are. First of all, what is one of your favorite quotes about trading? Losing money is a good thing because you know why you lost it. You won't do that again. <laughs> and, and making money could be a bad thing if you don't know why you did it because how are you going to keep doing that again? That's one of my famous quotes I tell everyone. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Kind of counterintuitive, but definitely true. So, yeah, listeners, pay attention to that. I think you'll understand exactly what Fausto is saying by that. Everyone's so focused on, oh, I made money. And it's like, well, okay, you made money this time, but one time making money could actually be the worst thing. It's like they say, when you first start trading, probably the worst thing you can do is have success because <laughs> then it skews your concept and you think you're a trading god. And it's like, no, you're not a trading god because you've only been trading for a week, pal. You got (laughs) to give it a little more time and, like you said, learn a real method from a professional, from a coach, uh, put your time in and over a large sample of data and develop those skills of, you know, and I love what you do with tape reading because that's the real market. 
That's mm-hmm. the real market. Charts are great and support resistance. Obviously, yeah, a lot of people watch that. So that is key. But watching that level three, that's the real market. So I would encourage everybody to um, dive into that more and learn more about that. Okay. What is one of your favorite books about trading? Well, a lot of the old books, uh, especially my book, I mean, How to Beat Walkmakers at Their Own Game, <laughs> you know, Barry. <laughs> Barry, I mean, I think my book is a great book. It's a great fast read. Um, it won't take you that long to read it. Most people read it within two, three times. It's like a great movie. Once you watch it, you know, it'll make that much more sense. Um, you know, it's probably the first day trading book that hasn't been out in over 20 years uh, regarding about that. But before that, I mean, The Sows Bandit from Harvey Halkin was a great book. Mm-hmm. You know, the founder and original day trader who started back in the late 90s, he's one that found day trading. Um, that's basically probably my second favorite book um, to read. Yeah, that's a classic. And number three, what are some of your favorite trading resources, whether it be software or website, tools, whatever resources you like? Well, the, the biggest resource that we use is level three quotes. Um, you know, Trade Stations has a really good one. It's called The Matrix. I have a couple of good videos on that explaining how it works. We use that. Um, you know, use NASDAQ Trader is a great tool. You know, really following, following the orders. Uh, we work specifically and exclusively on our big percentage gainers and losers. You know, that's where we find our 30, 50, 100%, 200% winners and losers, you know, shorting, go along. That's where we find our biggest momentums. And, um, you know, that's pretty much it. We don't, you don't have to get, you know, a lot of people get, make things more complicated on that platform than they really need to. And then the ones that the tools they do need, they don't even have it up there. So that's why it's important to have, you know, listen to a couple of people, listen from them, see what you like, what you, what you, what, you know, if you get it or not. Um, cause I'll tell you, Barry, trading's not for everybody. You know, I tell every people all the time, you know, just cause you think you want to get into it. Like you get people, like you just mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, options, they get into options for the wrong reasons, you know, you know, or they get, or swing trading. You, know, you gotta, you gotta listen to like two, three people learn from it. If you get it, great. If you don't go move on, but that's about it. You really don't need that much for what we do in day trading. Absolutely. Yeah. When I started learning from professional traders, when I finally got it through my thick skull that, okay, I'm not going to learn this from free stuff on the internet or a book. I need to actually get professional coaching. It was a humbling experience in the sense that I was an educated amateur. So I already had a lot of education, but I was losing money. So I was an amateur. I wasn't a professional. And then when I got with the coaches and they were making a lot of money, I looked at what they were doing. And frankly, I've had several coaches and every one of them have done things that are rather simple. Now, I won't say easy, but simple. That's an important distinction. And so I took all the complicated stuff that I'd gathered because you know how it is. You get all this stuff. You keep adding and adding and adding and adding. Pretty soon, the methodology becomes so overwhelming and cumbersome and you get information overload and you can't even think anymore and you don't need all that stuff. So listeners, please really pay attention to what Fausto is saying. This is, I mean, it's the truest truth you'll ever hear. And every professional trader I know, what they do is actually rather simple. It's not overly complicated, but it does take time and it takes an adjustment of your mind. And like he said, you've got to be using the right tools, the right things to get an edge. Well, let's finish up. And Fausto, if you would, just tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you and tap into any special offers you might have for them. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, the best thing to do, um, everyone out there, is I tell everybody, you, you should you should buy – you don't have to spend a lot of money. You buy a little bit from everyone or, or join people's trading rooms. That's the most important thing that you have to learn from everyone. Join – not only just – you know, listen to someone that practice what um, what they preach, but do they do they do they actually preach? But practice what they preach. And what I like to do, Barry, is 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 invite everyone. I'll be doing. Uh, if you go to our website, um, cybertraininguniversity.com or c2.co, you know, right in the homepage, you know, we do a free live webinar that's broadcasted every week. You get to speak to the students. Um, you get, you'll all be invited to come and join in our, in our trading room, listen, what we're trading, look how we do pre-market aftermarket, you know, and, and then just find out the real truth. If this is one thing you want to do, don't be scared. Don't feel like you can't afford it. You know, cause that's another thing, Barry, everybody thinks like you need a lot of money to do this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You probably need less money to do this in anything in the industry. And just come and just see it for yourself, you know. Don't don't believe what you read on the internet or what people are telling you. You know, make your own choices. Don't believe all the fake news that's out there. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are jealous of other people or, you know, or just want to blame somebody because there's not they're not succeeding and you know, but go out there and you gotta learn from a few people. You can't learn from one. So if you come to Cybertrade University, if you want to know the real truth of day trading and see why we've been in for 25 years, come and join us for free to attend one of our events. I'll teach you how to re-level three, what it is, what the hype is, what pre-market is, what day trading is, and and then you make the choice and then, you know, and, and see if it's for you or not. Because like I said to her earlier, Barry, it's not for everybody, you know, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it because it is the greatest job in the world. You could have the free, you could come and go whenever you please. You could do it anywhere in the world. It pays a lot of money. Social Security is obviously not going to cover it anymore um, with anyone here, and you don't want to let somebody else trade your money for you. You could do it yourself, but um, but you got to learn before you could earn, and that's the key. But uh, but thanks for having me, Barry. Well, thank you, Fausto, and my friends. There you go. You have heard it from the best of the best. Twenty five years under his belt. 12-time champion of the World Traders Challenge. And if that's not enough proof, he just gave you an offer where you can go right in, into the trading room live, watch him, his students trading, see what they do. I mean, my gosh, it doesn't get any better than that or any more transparent than that. So I highly encourage you to take advantage of that very generous offer. And Fausto, once again, thank you, my friend, for being here. I know your schedule is incredibly busy. You're in great demand for interviews and so forth. And uh, so we really take it as a privilege that you take time out of your busy schedule and today to be with us. So thanks again. And um, I appreciate you, brother. Anytime. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss even above the amount invested is possible and common. 
We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.